Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about suitable for you. And we're coming from the book of Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18. So grab your journals. Now, if you're one of the lucky bays, you were on TikTok Live with me this morning. I was actually on for about one or two hours. And we just talked about everything. Like, that was such a good live. I had so much fun with you guys. And before I got on TikTok Live, I posted some videos on my TikTok because I decided I'm doing Baytober. Instead of Vlogtober, I'm doing Baytober, where I just post a video every day on TikTok. I might be talking about my hair. I might be talking about Starbucks like I was this morning. Or I might be giving a word. Whatever is on my heart at that time, that's what the video is going to be about. But I am posting one video every day in the month of October of me just speaking and getting to engage with my community on there. After I posted the videos that I posted this morning, TikTok was like, go live now. And I was like, okay, why not? So I went live and I ended up on live for almost two hours and we talked about so much different stuff and I enjoyed talking and pouring into you guys. After I got off live, I saw that one of my videos was trending and it's a video where I talk about how much of a blessing it is to have godly friends. And then I did another video about how to make godly friends. And in the videos, it was so many comments. And in the second video, one girl commented and she talked about having church hurt and how it's so hard for her to make godly friends because of the church hurt that she experienced. And as I read her comment, God instantly gave me a word and I was like, I need to talk about this. Like this is something that needs to be talked about because I experienced so many people that talk about church hurt and not being able to move on from it or not being able to trust any churches or trust any people. And the enemy wants them to stay bound in that, but that's not God's plan or God's will for their life. So then as I was doing my quiet time and taking notes for today's podcast, God gave me today's word. And today's word is rooted from the topic of overcoming church hurt. So God gave me five things to share with you guys in regards to overcoming church hurt. The first thing that God said to me is that they have to release the pain. It is not your problem to carry if you've experienced any form of church hurt. It's not your problem to carry because whatever they did to you, it was because a part of them is broken. Don't let it break you. And what I love about this word in today's topic on the podcast is that it does not just apply to church hurt. This applies to any type of hurt that you've experienced in your life, whether it's church hurt, job hurt, friend hurt, sibling hurt, parent hurt, cousin, grandma, any family member hurt, relationship hurt, financial hurt, whatever hurt you've experienced that involves another person. The first thing that God wants you to do today is release that pain because he says it is not your problem to carry. What they did to you was just a reflection of what's going on inside of them. It's a part of them that's broken. And if you continue to carry that with you, you let their brokenness break you. So God said, I want you to tell them that the first thing to do to overcome church hurt or any hurt is release the pain. The second thing that God had me write down in my quiet time is after you release the pain to God, you're going to pray for God to heal the pain and remove the residue. Because sometimes we release pain to God, but we still have the residue of it. So when you pray and you say, God, heal me of what I went through. I release the situation to you. I release the offense to you. I release the pain to you. And now I'm giving you permission to come in and heal me. But I don't want you to just heal me. I also want you to release the residue. Because if I'm 
healed from the heartache, but then I'm thinking about him in every relationship I get in moving forward, it's still affecting me. If I'm healed from what they did to me at that job, but I'm cautious with every job that I go to moving forward, it's still affecting me. If I'm healed from what my daddy did to me, but then I'm scared to trust any man that I date moving forward, it's still affecting me. So God, I don't want you to just only heal the part of me that hurts. I also want you to heal and remove the residue that it tries to leave behind because sometimes the enemy would keep us bound just by using residue. Just the thought of that person gets you in your feelings. Just the thought of that situation makes you have anxiety. Just the thought of that environment puts you in a place of PTSD. God said, you need to not only ask me to heal that situation and heal that hurt part of you, but also give me permission to remove the residue. Father God, take every part of it that has ever affected me. If it affects the way I talk, if it affects the way I think, if it affects the way I love, if it affects the friendships that I'm trying to build, if it affects me and my children, Father God, I don't want you to just heal me from it. I want you to also remove the residue. I don't want to come out the fire and still smell like smoke. I want you to take me out the fire and take the smell away. Remove the residue from the pain that you're healing me of. See, because a lot of times when we get out of a situation or when we get out of a season, we think because we're out of it, then we're done with it. But sometimes you're out of it, but it's in you. Sometimes it's still in you. So you have to say, God, heal me from the parts of me that hurt from that thing or hurt from that person or hurt from that season and also remove the residue because I don't want to carry the stench on me. I don't want to carry that smell with me. I don't want to carry that mindset with me. I don't want to carry that attitude with me. So heal me from the parts that hurt and also remove the residue. The third thing that God showed me is he said, the third thing that I need them to do to overcome church hurt or any hurt is to accept that that was a chapter and not your story. That's not your full story. You are not what happened to you. That happened to you in a season, but you have the authority to be able to speak back to that season and say, you will not keep me bound. I am not what I went through. That is just a part of me. And God is going to use that thing for my good. God is going to give me authority and dominion over that thing. But that thing will not label me as this. I am not an alcoholic. I am not a victim. I am not a quitter. I am not the least favorite. I am not any of those things father God that was just a chapter of my life but it is not my story so God said I need you to accept that because as long as you walk in the offense as long as you label yourself as the offense then you continue to relive the chapter God said that's not your story that's just a chapter. So I know they let you go and they chose somebody else for the position, but that does not mean you're a bad worker. And I know that you didn't get the raise that you thought you were going to get, but that does not mean you're a bad worker. And I know that he cheated time and time again, but that does not mean you're a bad girlfriend. And I know that your father was never in your life and paying you the attention that you thought you deserved, but that does not mean you're unworthy. God said, I want you to understand that's just a chapter. That is not your story. Then God said the fourth thing that I need them to do to overcome hurt church hurt or any form of hurt is I need you to sharpen your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Sharpen your sensitivity. Take that chapter of your life and use it as a tool to sharpen you moving forward. I know what I'm not going to accept moving forward. And I know what I'm not going to fall for moving forward. And I know what red flags I'm not going to ignore moving forward. And I know what type of people I'm not going to hang out with moving forward. And I know what type of jobs I'm not going to apply for moving forward. And I know what type of rooms I'm not going to be in moving forward. See, that chapter of my life tried to define me, but it's actually sharp 
sharpening me for my destiny because I'm using that to sharpen my sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and I'm keeping in mind the chapter that I went through so that it's propelling me forward to the purpose that God has for me. I'm taking that chapter and I'm taking authority of it. I'm taking that chapter and I'm taking dominion over it and I'm saying you tried to wear me out but you're actually going to work for my good. You're actually sharpening me. You're actually increasing my discernment. You're actually helping me be on my tippy toes. You're actually helping me pay attention to things that I once overlooked. I'm taking that chapter and I'm having dominion over it and what tried to ruin me is actually going to work for my good. And after you sharpen your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, God says, I need you to trust and love again. After you go through those steps, and there's probably more steps. These are just the five that he gave me. But after you go through that process of releasing it to God and changing your mindset and realizing that you have dominion and that you are not your previous seasons, after you go through that, God said, I need you to trust and love again. I need you to give it another try again because the enemy wants to keep you from experiencing that part of life, that chapter of life. He wants to stop you from experiencing a godly relationship, a godly friendship. He wants to stop you from experiencing a church that's going to pour into you and love on you and provide for you and give you resources. He wants you not to experience that. So he's keeping you bound by your previous chapter. And God said, there's so much that I have in store for you, but fear is stopping you from stepping into it. So I need you to trust and love again. And he showed me these are also the steps to relationships that hurt and friendships that hurt and jobs that hurt and family that hurt. Everything that hurts you, these are the steps to restore you back to what God has called you to be. And I'm not saying that you have to pretend like it never happened, but you can take dominion over that thing and use it to sharpen you up for what God is calling you to. The example that God gave me is when you go to the mall, if you try on a pair of sneakers and they don't fit, what you do? Get another one. You don't walk around saying, I got sneaker hurt. I, I tried to put my foot in it and my toe wouldn't fit. It was too tight. It squeezed me too tight and it hurt when I walked. So now I got sneaker hurt. I never want to wear sneakers again. If you go to the store and you can't fit a dress, if you go to a hairstylist and they braid your hair too tight and you have a headache, you don't say, I got hairstylist hurt. No, you go try another one. You go, you, you leave that one behind and you say to yourself, that one isn't suitable for me. That, that's what you say. You say, that's not suitable for me. Those are not the shoes for me. That's not the hairstylist for me. That's not the car for me. It's nothing. I don't have car hurt when the car didn't work out. I don't have car hurt. I just get another car because that's just not suitable for me. And that's what God showed me when he led me to the book of Genesis chapter two and verse 18. It says, the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. And we use this scripture when it comes to relationships, but this also applies to friendships as well. It's not good for us to be alone. We need godly community. We need community. We need friends. We need family. But when it comes to the people that's in your community, God is saying, I will make somebody that's suitable for you. And I looked up the definition of the word suitable. Suitable means right or appropriate for a particular person, purpose, or situation. For a particular person, purpose or situation right or appropriate so what that means is that you may have went to a church that hurt you but that just means they weren't suitable for you and the thing is people are quick to say i have church hurt but nobody says i have relationship hurt nobody nobody says that and even when you do say you have relationship hurt that don't stop you from talking to somebody else that don't stop you from going on another date it may stop you for a period of time but next thing you know you back outside you get back up and try again. So why are people so quick to throw in the towel when it comes to church? You experience church hurt and now you never want to go again. But that man hurt you and you back with another man. That girl hurt you and you outside with a girl the next day. You're not allowing that relationship hurt to stop you. So why allow church hurt to stop you? 
Give church another try. And if you're somebody and you're allowing friendship hurt to stop you from making that godly community, why? When the shoes don't fit, you buy another pair of shoes. When the car is not what you want, you get another car. When the job not paying what you want, you get another job. You don't say I have job hurt. You understand that that's just not the job that was suitable for you. And I'm here to free you today to tell you today that that just wasn't the church that was suitable for you. But there is a church that is suitable for you, that God created for you, that God created to pour into you. But if you throw in the towel and settle for church hurt as your label, you'll never get to experience the level up that God has in store for you. Sometimes we have to go through seasons where we get it wrong so that we can land in the perfect season to get it right. And I'm not saying that I'm happy you experienced church hurt or whatever hurt you experienced your feelings are valid but what i'm saying is don't let the enemy keep you there what i'm saying is don't let that rob you of the experiences that god has planned for you he's gonna give you more than you could have ever imagined but you have to have the strength to get up and walk again you have to have the strength to get up and trust again you have to have the strength to get up and love again don't just settle at i experienced church hurt i experienced a heartbreak i experienced a divorce god said if you can get up and try again i'll make it worth your while Imagine how many times we hurt God. You don't hear him saying, I experienced you hurt. And the church is filled with unperfect people. I'm not excusing anything that went on in the church. And I'm not saying your feelings aren't valid. But I am saying you shouldn't let that keep you bound. Because the word of God says, I will make a helper suitable for you. And today God is saying, I have a church that's suitable for you. I have a partner that's suitable for you. I have friends that are suitable for you. I have a job that's suitable for you. I have a house that's suitable for you. I have a car that's suitable for you. I have children that's suitable for you. I have pets that's suitable for you, but you just have to get to what I have for you. Don't throw in the towel before you reach your testimony. You have to have the strength and the faith to trust God enough to move on. You don't have to put, your, I'm not saying put your trust in people. Don't put, and that's the problem in the first place. Putting your trust in people. Don't put your trust in people. Don't put your trust in this church. Put your trust in God and pray every day and ask him to lead you to where he has for you to be. And when you do that, he will order your steps and lead you to the church, the friends, the family, the significant other that he has for you. He will lead you to them, but you must have the strength, the faith and the boldness to move on to you. You have to move on to you. Move past that old version of you. Move past the pain that's attached to you. Move past the history that's behind you and move on to you. The you that God is calling you to be. The new you. The new season to you. Move on to you. And that's today's seed. Moving on to me seed. Because I'm releasing history and I'm moving on to what God has for me. Because I understand that regardless of what hurt I experienced in my history, God has a plan and a will that's suitable for me. And you can sow the moving on to me seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak on this podcast, your podcast, Father God. Today, I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice, and I pray for the parts of them that are hurting. I don't pray for the ones that say they're hurt, Father God, because sometimes we're hurt and we don't even know it. So I pray for each and every person under the sound of my voice for the hurt parts of them, whether they know it or not, Father God, I pray that your presence go in that place of darkness, Father God. 
God, and shine your light, Father God. I pray for healing to be released in this moment, Father God. I pray for you to restore them back to the version of them that you called them to be before they were hurt, before the heartbreak, before the death, before the miscarriage, before the backstabbing, Father God. I pray that you restore them, Father God, and make their heart ready to receive and trust the Father God so that they can experience the goodness that you have in store for them, Father God. Allow them to experience love on a level like never before, Father God. I pray that you heal the parts of them that hurt and that they hold your hand through the process because it's not easy trusting again. It's not easy loving again. But Father God, I pray that you give them the strength to do it. Father God, as we sow the moving on to me, see, I pray that they boldly step into it. It's going to be scary. It's going to be new and it's going to require vulnerability. But I pray that they lean on you and not on their own understanding as they press toward everything that's suitable for them. Father God, I pray that you make your presence known. I pray that you send them confirmation. I pray that you pour into them. But Father God, most importantly, I pray that they see the goodness and how good of a father you are and that you use everything for our good. Nothing is going to keep us bound as long as we don't let it, Father God. So remind us of our strength, remind us of our authority and remind us of the power that's in our tongue that comes from you. We thank you, Father God, for all the things that we went through and all the things that we're heading to. Even when we don't understand why, we know that your plan is greater than ours, Father God. So we love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.